Hey, welcome to the Word Weaver podcast, a place dedicated to the powerful web words weave and the deep layers they uncover. Here you'll find a compilation of tips, tricks, and words of wisdom from writers, authors, creatives, and entrepreneurs. Basically, cool people doing cool things in the world and how they've used words as weapons of mass creation and inspiration. You'll also hear from me, your host, Louise Johnson. I'm a former marketing maven in New York and Switzerland. I left a lucrative job to follow my dream of becoming a writer. It's a never-ending journey, so I figured we should all be in it together. I've learned a lot along the way, but it's a constant evolution. My favorite part is how little by little, letters turn into words, words become sentences, sentences become paragraphs, and before you know it, you've created something from nothing. And whenever that happens in life, it's nothing short of magic. So grab a coffee or a glass of wine, and let's dive into today's chapter. Hi, hello, good morning, good afternoon. Welcome back to the Word Weaver podcast. On today's chapter, I want to talk to you about how visualization can help you achieve your book dreams faster. Visualization, visualization meditations are something that professional athletes have used to win at the Olympics, to succeed in big events and races, and it's something that us as writers can also use to achieve our goals. People talk about the mind-body connection a lot and it really is true. There's science behind what you think, your thoughts are energy, and they can manifest into your actual reality. I used to think a lot of it was like a little woo-woo, but I really have seen results from also training myself to sit down and write but also training my mind to think of what I want and think of my future goals as a published author that I really want to share with you because I think all of it is so interconnected and why wouldn't you want to try every possible tool you could to achieve your dreams. That being said if you visualize one time or one day it's not necessarily going to work it's all about consistency and making it part of your daily habits and routines you all know the saying it's the journey not the destination which is a cliche for a reason because it really is the little things that you do day to day that add up to achieving a bigger picture but in our on-the-go, busy society, that mindset of enjoying and embracing the journey can get lost along the way because we just want to get to the end result quicker. But I don't know about you, I definitely find that in our society, and especially with what's going on in the world, stress, anxiety are rampant. It's harder to focus. You feel overwhelmed. And then imposter syndrome and self-doubt and insomnia, it all kind of spirals. It's so hard to kind of narrow in and say, okay, I'm going to write a book when you have all of these other crazy things floating around in your mind. But that's why I find visualization and making that a part of your daily habit along the journey to your bigger goal can be very helpful to recenter you. And because of how crazy the world is, it's nice to have that five minutes in the morning or in the afternoon or the evening to ground yourself and focus back on what it is that you want and make it a priority in your day, 
in your weeks, in your months, which create your years, which create your life. By becoming more in tune with our bodies and our minds, meditation can help us overcome all of these stressors. And visualization in particular is a super powerful tool that can help us achieve those goals and stay mentally fit. Just like an athlete, they have to be physically fit. We have to be mentally fit. Writing a book, publishing a book is a marathon of the mind. Whether it's a placebo effect or not, I personally have found that incorporating visualization and thinking about future growth and achieving personal goals into my morning routine, sometimes it's twice a day if I feel like I need a little bit extra, often it's no longer than five minutes, I don't want to overstress myself, but it's been profoundly transformational for me in achieving my wildest book goals and dreams. It's also a time where it sparks creativity, maybe not in the moment, in those five minutes of the meditation, but I'll be walking down the street or in the shower a few days later, and something that started percolating in that visualization starts to come to fruition, and the more you think about it, the more it becomes real, and it becomes a part of your reality. So in today's podcast, I want to go through eight benefits of visualization that I think will help you on your writing and publishing journeys. I can confidently say all of them have applied to my life. First, I'll kind of briefly go over what is visualization. So on its own, visualization is picturing in your mind the outcome of something before it's happened. So I'll say that again. Visualization is picturing in your own mind the outcome of something before it has actually happened. So that's hard for us because humans, we are very visual, but we, our minds kind of just go to the past. We use the past to fill in the blanks. So it's harder for us to think of the unknown and a different reality than what we're currently living, if that makes sense. But it's so powerful because thoughts are energy and we can create our own future reality. So if you're always thinking negative thoughts, that is the future you're going to create. So it's all about the idea of acting as if that thing you want or that person you want to be has already happened. And part of it is kind of the faking it till you make it, acting as if, which can feel initially weird. You're like, okay, I'm not on Oprah's stage right now as a best-selling New York Times best-selling author. But the more you do it, the less silly that seems. And it seems almost real, like a, a real possibility. And that's what you have to kind of condition yourself to think, that every wild dream you have could be or is almost possible and that's how you can achieve them so for writers visualizing could be visualizing yourself finishing your first draft picture typing the end picturing or visualizing getting a phone call from an agent with your first book deal or walking into your favorite bookstore and seeing your book on shelf or walking into a publishing house and meeting your editor for the first time, holding your book cover in your hands, sitting in a bookstore or a library or signing copies of your book, 
uh, opening the newspaper and seeing your name on the New York Times, Washington Post bestseller list. Like I said before, sitting on a stage and talking to Oprah. It could even be as small as visualizing yourself finishing the next paragraph or the next chapter in your work in progress. You can go as big or as small as you want, but really hone in on the five senses of what that would feel like. How would you feel? What would it look like? What would you be wearing? How is your hair? What jewelry are you wearing? It sounds silly, but really get into that mode. Like, what does it smell like? Are you sipping a coffee? What does it taste like? All of those things. What environment are you in? What's the light like coming through the window? All of that can create a more realistic picture. And the more you do that and pay attention to the details, honestly, the more you can manifest that kind of reality and bring it into your world. So the whole concept of using visualization for achieving goals. I mean, visualizing has been around for eons with like Buddhist monks and all that, but really people honed in on to the technique of visualization for achievement in the 80s when the Russians used it to excel in the Olympics, in sports, in athletics. And Michael Phelps, he's one of the many athletes who uses it as part of his winning strategy or did use it for the Olympics and all of his subsequent and previous races. His coach has talked about it a lot in uh, articles and interviews he's done. Michael Phelps has talked about it. But basically for months before a race, Michael would practice getting into a relaxed state, a mentally relaxed state through visualization for up to two hours a day minimum and he would see himself winning touching the end edge of the pool he would smell what the chlorine or think of what the chlorine smelled like the air the taste of the water the sounds of the gun going off seeing the clock all of that putting on his goggles for him he said it was almost if not more important than his physical training, which is crazy for an athlete to say. But visualization really relies on your imagination. It's allowing your body to relax enough so your mind can picture an experience before acting on it in real life. But by picturing the event before it's actually happened, so for Michael Phelps, that's winning the Olympics. For us as writers, that's picturing getting a book published or finishing a draft, whatever it is, it becomes more familiar to you that feeling of doing it. So it's the familiarity principle that will ease your performance anxiety about sitting down to do it because you go, yeah, I know it's, it's going to happen. So I just have to sit down and do this now to get there, but I can picture what it's going to be like. And because it's more familiar to you, it puts it into the realm of possibility, whereas before it might have seemed impossible, a crazy notion, but by seeing it as though it's already happened or currently happening, your brain doesn't know the difference. And like I said, it bears repeating, our thoughts are energy. They are so, so, so powerful. It's that old adage, if you can think it, you can achieve it. I'm not completely well-versed in 
all of the science behind it, but I love learning about the brain and how it affects everything that we do. So a little bit of the science behind visualization is that our brains love visual stimuli. It's often not enough for us to read about an event. We immediately have to picture the scene of what it was like. And at the base of your brain, there's a tiny, it's the amygdala, which is responsible for your fight or flight response, that survival instinct. And the amygdala has trouble distinguishing between something that is simply being seen in your mind during a visualization session and something that is actually happening in real time. So again, simply by visualizing it, you can actually bring it into your reality because your brain doesn't know the difference. Everything you want to achieve or do already exists in the universe. It's out there. Even the fact that you're thinking about wanting to write a book and publish a book, that thought exists in you because it's out in the universe and you have heard of it before and you think it's a possibility. It's possible for someone else. You've seen it. You can picture it partly. You just have to hone in on that for you. And by actively, consistently using your mind to picture it, you can bring about the results, whatever that is, publishing it, seeing it on shelf, much quicker. Eight big benefits of visualization. There are many, but the top eight, I would say, is improved performance. Again, it alleviates that performance anxiety the more you picture it because it becomes familiar. So for Michael Phelps, it improved his swimming performance. For us, it'll improve our output and our word count performance. It increases your focus. When you're visualizing specific details associated with the bigger picture in your mind, it requires you to work out those brain muscles and focus and hone in on it. It also decreases your levels of stress and anxiety. So playing out all of the outcomes of a big event or goal in your head before it happens in real life can help with that event feeling more familiar and then decreases that level of stress and anxiety associated with it, the fear associated with it. It can also relieve insomnia. So imagining yourself in a state of deep relaxation and feelings of accomplishment and achievement, losing yourself in all of those textures, sights, sounds, really helps you get into that deep state of contentment and self-actualization, which can help you sleep better at night. It can also boost your immunity. So again, that mind-body connection, your mind and your immune system are so interconnected that by visualizing and keeping yourself in top mental shape, um, as well as physical shape with nutrition, sleep, and you have decreased levels of stress, your immune system gets stronger. When you're thinking about happy outcomes, positive things you want in your life, your body will respond accordingly. And you'll want to put those healthy inputs into your body, nourish your physiology as well as your psychology. Along the same vein is that visualization can also help alleviate migraines and chronic pain. It can truly help transform the brain in wild ways, but basically visualizing helps form new neural pathways and connections. It's called neuroplasticity. I won't go fully into it, 
but by thinking positive thoughts, you're creating new neural connections, new neural pathways associated with joy, happiness, contentment, which in turn can alleviate the migraines and chronic pain sensors because the positivity is kind of overwhelming them and your brain doesn't know the difference between what is actually happening in your mind and what's happening in real life. I'm not saying, of course, that it will completely alleviate if you have chronic pain and migraines, but it's just one more self-care tool that you can add to help kind of ease that stress. Again, visualization can also help decrease bouts of depression by picturing yourself moving past the hurdles in your life that are depressing you, that just picturing that depressive state. It's very hard to do, but with practice, it gets a little bit easier. Even in writing, past those points where you think, I am a failure, I'm a fraud, this is, n- this is not going anywhere, and you picture yourself feeling happy and healthy and a published author looking at your cover for the first time, seeing yourself in that position of strength through your mind, through visualization, it gives you a picture to go back to and start relying on more when things get rough. And lastly, visualization can help boost your confidence. Again, by picturing yourself achieving the goals you want to achieve, it makes them become that much more tangible. And in turn, you start believing in your own ability to get there. So now that we kind of know all of the great benefits, the question is, how the hell do we implement this into our daily lives? And meditation is just one way to visualize. I don't even really think I meditate, honestly. I sit down. I do listen to guided meditations, quote-unquote. But I honestly think that I am just sitting there and visualizing my future self, my goals, everything I want to accomplish. There are so many apps. Headspace is one. Simple Habit is another. You can look on YouTube. If you're looking them up, look for visualization meditations, future growth and personal development style meditations. There's a lot like loving kindness, um, deep relaxation for evening. All of that is great depends on what you're looking for but for me when I'm trying to achieve my writing goals I really like to have that future growth achievement oriented guided meditations or guided visualizations basically I just love when they're super goal and action oriented or if you can't find a really great guided meditation all you have to do is kind of sit in a comfortable position or lying down doesn't have to be for super long it can be five minutes max but give yourself that moment of pause close your eyes and think vividly of what you want to accomplish in your writing career focus on those next steps as well as the big milestones and achievements and each little meditation or visualization session you don't have to overwhelm yourself you can just think of one of those things so just For five minutes, think of yourself in a bookstore, seeing your name on shelf. And in that process, go back to those five senses. Picture everything. What coffee do you have? What jacket are you wearing or a dress? How is your hair? What perfume did you put on that day? Who's with you? Do you have friends? Do you have family? 
what is the bookstore? What does it look like? What pen did you bring to sign copies? All of that stuff. Go into detail and have fun with it. It's a fun exercise. Your mind will wander at certain points, but I've heard a saying that any meditation or any visualization is a good visualization. So don't beat yourself up if you open your eyes at the end of five minutes and you don't feel enlightened or motivated. It takes time and it's only when you look back on it. So even when I sit down and do my five minutes, in the moment I don't always feel, oh my god, like an aha moment, this is happening, I'm changed. It's just making it a part of my practice that now that I look back, I'm like, wow, I do feel better and more motivated and I believe in myself more. I don't know if that's fully due to these visualizations, but I definitely don't think they're hurting. So I like to keep doing it and make it a part of my routine. So again, have fun with it. Don't beat yourself up if your goals aren't coming to fruition right away. But it's really great to kind of have that five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes to focus on it and think about it. And eventually it will become part of your reality. We live in a world that's so used to instant gratification and achieving instant results that if something's not happening right away, we feel uncomfortable. It feels weird. But that feeling of being uncomfortable is normal. If you've never visualized your future before, it's going to feel weird. And that's okay. It's all about consistency. At least for me, the benefits have happened almost invisibly. There weren't big aha moments. It was only when I looked back after daily and consistent practice. I always laugh when people say, I was doing the work, but of doing the work and focusing and being kind to myself, not judging myself. And now I'm so proud of how far I've come. It feels amazing. So give yourself this little gift of being proud of your accomplishments. Visualize your future goals, your writing goals that you want to achieve. And I promise you they will come to fruition. Your thoughts become things. And if you can believe it, you can achieve it. That's it for today's episode of the Word Weaver podcast. If you like what you heard today, please feel free to leave a review on iTunes, screenshot and share it on social media, and be sure to check out the show notes at louiseclairjohnson.com slash podcast. You can also find us on Instagram at Word Weaver podcast. Until next time. You call it substance over style.